Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. Are you tired of living for the weekend and your two weeks of vacation every year or feeling unfulfilled and sick of waking up with dread every Monday morning? I believe everyone deserves to live an abundant life filled with joy and passion. My mission is to help you uncover your purpose and manifest a life you don't need a vacation from. Stick around, keep an open mind, and let the magic unfold. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk all about money, wealth, abundance, prosperity, being rich. Now, as I said those words, what immediately came to mind? And more importantly, how do you feel when you hear abundance, money, wealth, rich, prosperity? What do you think of? Are you excited and energized? Do those words make you uncomfortable, pissed off? Are you rolling your eyes? Take note of that because this is going to give you insight into your money mindset and what limiting beliefs you're holding around money. So take note of those. Take note of how you're feeling. Take note of what's coming up for you and write it down. Keep it top of mind because these are the things that we need to work on to break that cycle, to break through the barriers that are holding you back from truly living an abundant life. Okay, so let's dive into the topic. Money itself isn't good or bad. Money is money. Money is an object. It's a thing. It is a resource that our society uses to compensate people for their value, whatever value they're bringing. Now, money is a newer concept in the grand scheme of things, but ever since there's ever been society, even way back in tribes, people may not have had paper currency or credit cards, but they did trade something. They traded food or clothing, something that equaled the value that they were giving. There was always a trade and barter system. So same thing as money, just a different form of it, right? It's just a resource that is being used to help people, really, when you put in value or work or time, you're compensated for that value. When you go and buy something that you want, you're giving value to the person who created that. So money itself isn't good or bad. It's the meaning that we assign to it that makes it feel good or bad. Okay, so a lot of this has to do with what you were raised to believe. Back when you were young, What were your family beliefs around money? What did you hear your parents talk about? Or your nanny, your babysitters, your neighbors? What were you hearing on the news? All of these things went to create your money mindset and went to create some limiting beliefs around money. And even if you feel like you have an amazing money mindset, we all have our limit. We all have some sort of limiting belief, some sort of glass ceiling in our minds of what we can achieve in terms of financial success. So it really takes a lot of digging to get to the bottom of what we believe about money and why we believe it. All right. So there's a lot of people that just think that money is bad and that 
people that have a lot of money are bad. And I get this all the time when I do a money mindset post. I'll get so many comments of people saying, you know, someone who's really woke or conscious wouldn't care about money, wouldn't be talking about this. And that's where I'm here to call BS on that. That is so far from the truth. Money is a resource and it's what you do with it and it's how you perceive it that can make it good or bad. So in my opinion, if you're conscious and woke and you're a good person, you're going to do good with that money. You're going to make a positive impact in the world with that money. And the more money you have, the more scalable that positive impact is. And if you're still disagreeing with me, let me ask you this. Do you believe that you are truly a good person? Of course you do. Of course you're a good person. Now, if someone was to deposit $1 million in your bank account, do you think that would automatically make you a bad person and you would automatically start doing bad things? Of course not, right? You would still be you. You would still be a good person. But now you have a million dollars that you can do good with. So it really is all about our perception. And absolutely, there are bad people with money. There are big greedy corporations that really don't do a lot of good or that actually do bad with money. Of course, there's always going to be that polarity. There's going to be really good and really bad. But with the bad comes a lot of good as well. There's so many people that with their money, they're doing amazing things. So for example, when I first started getting into the whole online business world, I started looking to some of my peers who are really successful. These are people that are bringing in seven figures, you know, every year into their business. And a lot of them are doing amazing things with that money. They're not just all of a sudden rich and they're going to go buy a yacht and, not do anything. No, they're building schools in third world countries. They're setting up water systems in third world countries that are providing clean drinking water for villages. They're doing things that are impacting so many people. They're really able to scale the good that they're doing in the world. Where previously, before they made all this money in their online business, they were still doing good things, but maybe they were helping one one person or two people or five people. Now they're helping entire villages and cities get clean drinking water, get education that they need. They're feeding families that are in need. They're doing amazing things on a larger scale. And believe me, there are a lot of people doing this. And we're in a really good place right now. We're heading in a great direction where so many people are becoming more conscious and are choosing to buy from companies that are doing things like this. So a great example is the company Tentree, which I interviewed on the Conscious Manifesto podcast. And what they're doing is every single time somebody buys one article of clothing from their company, they're planting 10 trees. So when you look at that as a large-scale business, the more successful they are, the more trees are being planted. And luckily, they've become very successful and they've planted entire rainforests. And not only has that helped the wildlife, the animals, everything that goes into that ecosystem, but it's also helping the local people that live there. It's giving them resources that they otherwise didn't have that were depleted. 
And there are more and more companies doing sustainable initiatives like this. And there are more and more people that are looking at this and using that to decide what companies they want to purchase from and what companies they don't. But the point of it is they wouldn't be able to rebuild those rainforests if they didn't have the money to do so. So money can do so much good and we need to really shift our mindset as a whole to realize that. And yes, there's always going to be people that are probably going to do some bad things or maybe they're not good people that are going to have money. There's always going to be that exception to the rule. But the vast majority of people, I believe, are good at heart and want to do good in the world. And the more abundant they become, the more they're able to do that. So just think, for example, one thing that you are really dedicated to. Maybe you donate to St. Jude's every year or you donate to some cause that helps provide sustainable farming or clean water or something to third world countries. Or maybe you're all about education and helping kids with education that maybe don't have a leg up when they get started in the world. You want to break that cycle of poverty. Right now, you're probably able to donate a little bit. But just imagine how many more people you could help if you had a million dollars. Or how about a billion dollars? What kind of an impact could you have if you became that wealthy? And that's the way we start to reframe our mindset around money. Around the vast majority of people we can help if we have a vast amount of money. How scalable is it right now with your current income? And how scalable would it be if you were, in fact, wealthy, if you were prosperous? So if we can start thinking in those terms, all of those words that I said at the beginning, wealth, prosperity, money, rich, abundance, we can start having a more positive connotation around those words. Okay, so I'm going to give some examples of some of my limiting beliefs that I've been uncovering and it seems like the list is never ending when it comes to money, but that's okay. We, we learn and we grow and we just keep moving forward. So when I first got, got started with Law of Attraction Tribe, first of all, when I came out with my products, whether it was my workbook or some digital courses, I was pricing things really, really low, like super low. And the reason for that was, number one, I didn't have confidence around it. I didn't have confidence around it, and I was worried that if I priced it too high, you know, people would think that I'm greedy or that it's not as valuable as what I was pricing it at. I had all these, you know, beliefs around money that were very limited, and so I was pricing things way lower than the value that it was worth. And what ended up happening is when I priced it lower, people would see that price and just assume that it must not be that good. There must not be a whole lot of value or it would be a lot more expensive. So I actually hurt myself with that. And I was listening to another peer of mine that now has a $2,000 course. And she did the same thing when she got started. She priced things super low. And what she found was people were signing up for the course and like not finishing it. Like they were quitting after module one. And she thought, that's really weird. And the next year, she raised her prices, and she noticed, well, people are completing more. They're now completing Module 1 and Module 2, but they're still giving up. They're still not doing the course. 
And it wasn't until she got to the $2,000 price mark that she realized, oh my gosh, like now people are fully invested. Not only are they finishing the entire course, but she was hearing crazy success stories. Like people were taking the knowledge from this course and they were becoming abundant in their own life with that knowledge. Why? Because they paid $2,000. So when you pay that much money, you're going to get the most bang for your buck as possible. You're going to have that incentive internally to get your value out of the money that you put forth. So they were putting more effort into it. They were taking it more seriously. And she realized that when she had her course priced so low, she thought she was helping people, but in fact, she was hurting people. She was taking value away from them because she wasn't giving them that incentive to really look at this course as valuable and take it seriously. So if you're in a business, think about that for a second. Think about your pricing and the reasoning behind your pricing. And are you really truly aligned with the value that you're giving people? Okay, another limiting belief was I was focused on what everyone told me I should be doing in my business. Even though it felt inauthentic, it felt icky and salesy. And when I say that, I mean like sales funnels. Like I hate that word. I cringe when I hear the word sales funnels. Instead of just doing like what felt good. And I also wasn't letting people know the real me. I wasn't really putting myself out there. And it wasn't until later that I realized that even if people see the imperfect things about me, it's going to help them build trust and feel like they know me. Nobody wants to see someone perfect all the time, number one. And number two, they just want to see the real you. They just want that authenticity. They want to feel like they know you and that they trust you. And I wasn't even giving anyone that opportunity. And then the other thing was I was afraid to spend money. I was hoarding money. Every time I had more than what I needed to pay my bills, I would just stick it in a savings account and not look at it again. And I always had this thought in the back of my head that someday I'm going to need this. Someday I'm going to get in a financial bind and I'm going to need this money. And so it's not safe to spend it. And that is a huge limiting belief. And when you hoard money, you're actually blocking yourself from receiving more right? Like think about a circle, okay? And there's a light spinning around that circle and it's just this constant flow and it keeps moving and it keeps moving and it keeps moving. And then all of a sudden there's a blockage. Now that light can't keep moving around the circle. It's just stuck. That's exactly what happens when you're hoarding money. Now it's okay to save. It's definitely okay to invest, but you don't want to get to a point where you're so fearful of spending because you're worried that you're going to run out. That is where that blockage comes. And that's exactly what I was doing. So here's how I shifted. Okay. Instead of just listening to what everybody said about my business, about sales funnels and all these things that really sounded awful to me, I instead just got back to creativity and fun. I backed away from everything and I just thought, what fills me up? What is making me feel really excited? And that's what I did. And I love creating graphics online. That's my whole Instagram page, Law of Attraction Tribe, is all these different quotes with graphics. And so I looked at those and I was like, I have so many beautiful quotes here. And I love doing that. I love creating them. And I thought, 
these would be awesome on a vision board. And it was right around the beginning of the year when a lot of people were doing vision boards. And I was like, I should just throw this up on Etsy for a dollar. And then if people, you know, don't know how to create graphics or they can't find what they want for their vision board, they can print these out and put it on there. So I did it as more of a hobby, just for fun. It's something I enjoy. And I put it for a dollar so that way, you know, really anyone can afford it if they want. Didn't really think much of it. I just loved it. And it was fun and it was creative. And I was getting back into that creative flow. So I put it on Etsy and it became like the biggest part of my business. People were buying them left and right. And I realized, you know, these are this is valuable. This is not only helping me in my business, but this is helping other people with their vision boards. It's bringing their vision board to life, which is going to help them manifest so many amazing things in their life. So all around, it just felt really good and I enjoyed it. And so no wonder it became the most abundant part of my business. Okay, the next thing is I quit focusing on the how. So I was so focused. I had like my blinders on around in order to make a lot of money, I have to have a course that's X amount of dollars and I have to do it this way with a sales funnel because that's what everyone else is doing that I follow that's successful. So that right there limited me to that only way of making money. And when I let go of that and I realized this isn't me, I don't want a sales funnel, I don't want to do a webinar, I don't want to do Facebook ads, and I kind of let go of all those things that really didn't feel good, it opened me up once again to creativity. And it ended up giving me an amazing opportunity to work on creating Instagram posts and all all of this content and graphic design for a company that's super high vibe and brought in a lot of abundance for me. So once again, like if you are limiting yourself to only one way of making money, like maybe it's through your nine to five job that you hate, then you're going to keep only having that one way to make money. If you can let go of that and open yourself to abundance in any form, in unexpected forms, you can tap into your creativity and you never know where it'll lead you. You never know. I never in a million years thought that an Etsy shop selling a dollar printable was going to do so well. So just keep yourself open to unexpected ways of abundance. The third thing is focus on serving. So this goes back to what I said at the beginning. You know, you're giving value, you're serving people, and you deserve to be compensated for that value that you're giving. And what I thought of in the beginning is I I didn't want to give a lot of stuff away for free because I thought, why would people ever buy something from me if they can get all this stuff for free? And that was the backwards way of thinking. When you give away a lot of things for free, you're building trust with your audience. People are getting to know you. They're getting a feel for your work and the things that you do. And that's going to make them more likely to buy from you, not less likely. And then the fourth thing is I really started connecting with nature. So hear me out for a second. Like not everyone's a nature person. You're never going to see me camping in the wilderness. Like that's just not my thing. But what I started doing was every morning I started going on a walk and I now call them my mindful morning walks because I'm outside. It's early in the morning. You hear the birds chirping. And as I'm walking, I just think of like how beautiful everything is and how I'm so grateful to live in Florida with this wonderful weather all the time. And I'm so grateful the sun's shining and the sky's so blue and 
the plants and flowers and everything looks so fresh and vibrant. And I just kind of do this gratitude rampage as I'm walking and it just lights me up. I feel so good. By the time I get back, I'm so high vibe and my creativity flows like crazy. So if you're in a position where you can do that, start connecting with nature, whether it's sitting outside, going for a morning walk, whatever. Maybe it's even like bringing a plant inside your workspace. That will help you tap in to that source energy and give you clarity and put you in a high vibe state so you're an open channel for that creative flow. And it's something that worked so well for me that now if I don't go on these morning walks, I can totally feel a shift in my overall energy. So try that out. If you're feeling really stuck and you don't really know where to go next, then go get some fresh air and I guarantee it's going to give you a new perspective. Okay, and so I want to leave you just with this thought. When you're having these money blocks and you're thinking about how money is bad, you don't want to spend money, you don't want to charge people, whatever it is, think of like a super simple example. Okay, so imagine you're selling a t-shirt. There's a t-shirt. You don't wear it anymore, but it's in really good condition. You don't want to throw it out. So you decide to sell it on a swap site for five bucks. Okay, so somebody buys that shirt for five bucks. Now you're $5 richer and this person gets a really cool shirt that they love. Now they take that $5 and they go and they use it to tip their server when they're out for lunch. So now they had a great experience great service during their lunch and now this waitress this server is five dollars richer now after work the server takes that five dollars and takes their daughter out for ice cream so now they've had a nice outing with their daughter and gotten some amazing ice cream and now the ice cream shop owner is five dollars richer so the point is that it's constantly circulating and when you're letting money circulate and flow you're giving a lot of people value. Look at that five bucks. A lot of people look at five bucks as nothing, but look at how many people got value out of that $5. How many people's day, you know, got brighter because of that $5. And that $5 doesn't stop with the ice cream shop owner, right? It's going to keep going and keep circulating and keep bringing value to people. So this idea of lack, that there's a pie, and if you take a piece of the pie, you're taking the piece of the pie away from someone else, is a false belief, okay? It is never-ending. It is abundant. We live in an abundant universe, and when you take from that pie, what you're actually doing is giving more people. You're taking from that pie, and that pie keeps filling back up. So another person can enjoy it. And then when that person takes from the pie, it fills back up. And you're constantly bringing more and more value to other people. That's the way we need to look at it. That there's a constant flow, a constant circulation. And by spending money and by creating value that people can buy from, you're keeping that circulation going. You're keeping that energy open and you're opening yourself up for receiving and you're helping other people do the same. You're bringing value to the world and you deserve to be compensated for that value. Okay, by spending the money, you're giving value and abundance to others and you're keeping yourself open to receiving. So I want you to go back now to the beginning when I said wealth, rich, prosperity, abundance, and really look at that. And 
are all those beliefs that you have in fact true? And can you change them? Can you stop, start looking at things with a positive viewpoint and shift yourself and open yourself up to abundance and realize that you're deserving of it and the whole world is deserving of it. Every single person on this planet deserves to live an abundant life and more good than bad will come from it. I would love to hear what you guys think about this episode. If you want to tag me on Instagram, let me know. Leave me a comment. Leave me a review. Of course, I always appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast and if you share it with a friend. That's the best thing that you can do to support me in this podcast. And I really, really appreciate you tuning in. I will see you next time. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org.